Hello everybody and welcome to Into the Darkness, the podcast where I talk about horror movies that most people wouldn't even know existed. I'm Joe Farrar and this is episode 137. I hope everybody had a good week and the weekend is upon us, a hot weekend. It's uh, around 100 degrees. Uh, well, it was 100 degrees yesterday and it's going to be 100, I believe 101 um, uh, Saturday and uh, it's just, uh, it's uh, freaking hot. Um, so everybody make sure you stay hydrated and uh, don't get too hot. Um, I got some really good movies to talk about uh, this week. Uh, one of them is a Father's Day present that I got, and I'll get to it in just a minute. Um, but before I do, um, there's a, a few things that I wanted to bring your attention to. Um, one of them is I talked about... Uh, YouTube channel uh, the the other uh, week um, called the Grave Digger, and um, I uh, saw their latest uh, episode, and it is freaking awesome. It's called the Creepy Case of Diego uh, Spikers. Um, it, I just I can't explain. Uh, this is really creepy. Uh, videos on that so uh, you need to check that out it's the Gravediggers uh, their last episode the creepy case of Diego Spikers um, and also uh, my friends at Land of the Creeps uh, podcast uh, their latest episode that they have right now is uh, about the um, the originals versus the remakes and um, I may have mentioned this one before, but uh, it's a pretty good uh, episode, so you need to check that out. Uh, uh, th- th- what I feel about remakes is, you know, nothing can beat the originals, you know, any of the original classics. You know, like uh, how uh, uh, Evil Dead, um, Last House on the Left, uh, you know... Um, uh, I spit on your grave. All those originals, and can, they just can't beat that. But some remakes are really good. And the way I see it is, if you go into the theater or or pop in the DVD, and you don't have any expectations about it being just like or better than the original or whatever then just go into it as an uh, another movie um it's not gonna ruin the original um just like uh i freaking loved the last house on the left and uh when i saw their uh, remake it was the same exact story uh just uh modernized and i did not see anything wrong with that except they did change the ending up a little bit and uh, it was a little on the corny side. They could have left that part out, but hey, you know, uh, I like I like the remakes of the uh, original movies. Um, there are exceptions, you know, but uh, uh, my favorites are uh, The Last House on the Left and I Spit on Your Grave and The Evil Dead completely changed the storyline up. But uh, brought put a couple of things in it that was um, from the original. But um, 
way, way, really good. I mean, it, it didn't ex, um, not like it's not better than the original, uh, but it's scarier than the original. The original one was, I think, really intended to be funny, um, which is it was still back then though. In those days, it was it was still creepy, but um, this the original was funny, but the remake is pretty creepy. Um, so yeah, check out uh. Uh, Land of the Creeps latest episode Originals versus Remakes Now um, To get started with the movies For this week I got some freaking great movies For this week And the first one Is called Emily Come out in uh, In 2015 It's not rated And it's about an hour and uh, 22 minutes long Now this one is about Three children under the care of a a new babysitter starts to learn very quickly that she's not there to take care of them and is up to something worse. This movie was directed um, by Michael Thalen and it stars um, Sarah Bolger. She plays Emily. She was in a movie... I can't remember what year it was, but it's been several years ago. wasn't horror, but it was more like a, a Hobbit movie, uh, Lord of the Rings, or or uh, the Labyrinth, and all those type of movies. And it was called The Spiderwick Chronicles. Uh, I re- I remember her in, being in that, and she was kind of young in that movie. Uh, but that was a pretty good movie. You need to check that one out if you can. And she was also in a movie that I'm going to be uh, talking about sometime in the future that I got so many movies I want to talk about that uh, I just don't know when I'm going to get to all of them but um, another movie that she's in is I want to talk about it's called The Lazarus Effect this movie also stars um, Carly Adams she plays uh, uh, Sally Thompson Uh, she actually was in um the latest movie I think before this one um, well not before this one but the latest movie she's been in was a musical called The Greatest Showman and uh, that's not horror but that is a pretty good movie so y'all need to check that out too and uh, this movie also stars uh, Tyler Asner Um, she plays the neighbor and um, and this movie is about um, it I like the way the beginning of it. Well, what it is, it's about a, a babysitter, Anna, who is supposed to be taking care of, of this family's um, four children. Four, three, or four. I'm not, I'm not quite sure now. But um, uh, she, uh, she, she, her name is, um, I believe her name is Maggie, and uh, their the regular babysitter, Maggie, is um, can't babysit and so this girl by the name of Anna is uh takes once is taking her place. Well at the beginning of it I love the cinematography in this movie because at the beginning of it, it has the point of view is like across the street and um it's like someone maybe is watching and you see Anna walking down the neighborhood of uh, 
going to the, the house where she's uh, supposed to be babysitting, and she's talking on the phone. And you know it's Anna because she mentions her name and, and that she's supposed to be babysitting and stuff. And um, she um, she uh, is talking on the phone, and she's walking down the, the uh, uh, street. And when she gets into uh, the camera's following her, and when she gets in front of the uh, the house, there's another car, uh, car that pulls up beside her, and they ask her for directions to someplace. And she said that she doesn't know, but that these people, and she turns around and asks these people that, uh, I think it's kids that's playing in the yard, um, if they knew the directions, and this guy comes out of the car and kidnaps her. And, uh, that's Emily and the, uh, her boyfriend uh, that they call the skinny man. And, uh, so, uh, then it shows, um, the uh, the family and uh, Emily, who is posing as Anna, because they they don't know who Anna looks like because they they know Maggie, but they have, they don't know Anna. Um, and uh, so uh, she comes to the, do- to the door and they introduce her and uh, um, you know gives her a tour of the house and everything, you know, like you do with all babysitters and. They introduce uh, the children, and the, and the children is Christopher. He's four years old. Uh, Sally, she's nine years old, and uh, Jacob, he's the oldest at eleven years old. And uh, uh, so she, uh, you know, she seems like she's pretty uh, friendly and everything. And um, so she, uh, you know, is like a normal babysitter for a little bit. You know the. The parents leave. They're they're going on their thirteenth wedding anniversary, and um, once they leave, she starts acting pretty strange. Uh, she uh, turns off the internet modem. Uh, she uh, she removes the shoelaces from all the shoes for some reason, uh, and she um, she breaks open the safe, takes out a gun, and. Uh, then, um, then she um, starts uh, playing hide and seek with the, with the kids, and this is a this is pretty much a pretty strange movie. I mean, even kind of got me, and I'm I uh, am pretty. Tough. I mean, I can take a lot of a lot of stuff, and um, so they're playing hide and seek, and uh, the. Uh, Jacob, I think it is, the 11-year-old, he, he, the oldest, yeah, he, uh, he's looking around for, for her and everything, and, uh, he sees the bathroom door kind of cracked open, so he opens it up, and she's sitting on the pot, and he kind of looks at her, and, uh, she just act like it ain't nothing, and, um, then she, uh, she says, uh, can you reach in the drawer and get me a tampon? And uh, he's looking shocked, you know what? You know he don't. He's just eleven year old boy. You don't know what that stuff is. And um, so, first he hands her a uh, uh, yeast cream that her, and she said that's for your mother. And uh, he puts that back, and then he gets a tampon, and uh, she goes, "Can you open it for me?" And he uses his mouth, and he opens up the end of it and hands it to her, and she inserts it. 
right there in front of me. And, uh, and then wipes herself. And then starts and then leaves. And uh, he looks in the toilet and there's, there's blood in the toilet going down in there. And it's, it's really weird. And uh, so then he, he comes down the stairs and she uh, gets a sex tape out that her parent, their parents had made. And starts showing it uh, to uh, Christopher and uh, Sally, and uh, it's of her. They don't they don't show the, uh, the actual tape, but you can hear it, <laughs> and it sounds pretty, you know, pretty rough. And um, so he uh, he uh, pops the tape out and says, "This is wrong." You know, he he starts taking control and saying, "This is wrong. You're not a good babysitter." Blah blah this, blah blah that. And, um, so, uh, she starts getting, um, really attached to Christopher, the four-year-old. And, um, she, uh, she starts telling that for bedtime, for a bedtime story, she starts telling Christopher and Sally a story of a mama bear and, uh, that had a cubby, as she called it. And, um, her cubby died. And the um, mama bear and the skinny met a skinny hyena, um, who said that he would help her make another cubby. And uh, they uh, they get into trouble and uh, lose the uh, the baby, and he can't uh, you know give her another child, and so. Uh, she uh, is looking for a replacement. Now um, she tells uh, this story as in a childlike way, you know, it's a bear and everything. But she's really telling her story. The baby died, and uh, they uh, couldn't adopt. And um, the skinny man is supposed to be her boyfriend. He can't give her another baby, so she wants. She was looking at this, uh, um, throughout this playground and finds, uh, Christopher, who, um, she really, um, grew attached to, and, um, so she tries to kidnap him, and that's what this whole movie is about, and, um, it's, it's really strange, uh, but it really gets exciting, uh, towards the end of it, um, the uh, the boy has a friend. Oh, and I didn't tell you. Uh, the, the, like I said, the the camera work at the beginning of it shows the, the babysitter walking down the the sidewalk, and it's following her. And then she uh, gets kidnapped, and gets thrown in the car, and then the camera follows the car, which goes and drives off past the the way she came from. And as the car drives up, the boy's friend is on a bicycle and he's on the, the same side as the camera's on and he's uh, riding his bike uh, up the street so the camera work it, it, when it did it it followed the girl all the way to where the car was at the car kidnapped her or the people kidnapped her in the car then the camera followed the car back to where she came from and then here comes the boy and the camera follows the boy back to towards the house I love the camera work in this movie and uh, 
but it's it's really suspenseful. It's a thriller horror. It's keeps you on your on your edge of your seat. But there are some. Uh, I kind of think they could have left the sex part out. Um, but I see where they were coming from, trying to show how um, diabolical I guess you could say this little this girl is. Um, so so yeah, this movie I give this movie a ten out of ten for sure. It's a really good movie. And the acting is really good in it. Especially um, the kids. You know, the, the kids are some really good kid actors. Um, especially the uh, the one that plays uh, uh, Jacob. He, t- he really takes control and saves his family. And um, really fights this this, uh, this girl. So yeah, I think I'll give this movie a 10 out of 10. Um, you can uh, see it on Prime. It's on Google Play Movies and TV. You can, watch, you can rent it on YouTube. If you're a subscriber to Sling TV, you can see it on that. It's also on Plex. Uh, you can see it on Peacock if you're subscribed to that. And uh, you can also watch it on Tubi TV. Now, the next movie that I want to talk about is... I freaking love this movie too. And it's called Babysitter Must Die. Come out in uh, 2020, um, and uh, it's uh, not rated, and it's about an hour and uh, 16 minutes long. Now, this one is about an armed cultist invade a uh, from a family home, and their babysitter fights back. Now, this movie was uh, directed by Cole Glass, and it stars uh, Riley Scott. She plays Josie Jane, the babysitter. Uh, Melinda Yeaman, she plays the woman, the leader of the cult. Uh, Scarlett uh, uh, Hazen, she plays Sophia Costello. Uh, Robert Scott Smith plays Rick Costello. And Kristen uh, Marie Jensen plays Jen Costello. Now, this movie is about it's a a babysitter and she's babysitting this little girl this this, this a rich family and uh the babysitter's name is uh Josie Jane and uh she is a uh, a member of uh, this is a, a British movie and uh, I've never heard of this kind of scout bef- uh, troop before but she is a mustard scout and she wins uh, has a lot of these uh Achievement awards on her uh, belt, and uh, you know other things like uh, uh, she has one for parkour and uh, one for um, just different kinds of uh, archery. I think is one of them, and uh, uh, I think one of them is some kind of karate. I mean, she has a lot of different uh, patches. And the, the thing about this one is, every time she does something that kind of relates to the to the um, the award that she's got the little symbol of it will flash up. It's almost like a cartoon part in that in that part anyway. But um but anyway they um she's babysitting them and the parents come home early. And uh they was they had ordered some pizza and the pizza hadn't gotten there yet and uh she started to leave and they said well why don't you just stay and play with the kids and uh we'll have pizza all the all of us have pizza so 
Uh, she, uh, she stays, and she's playing hide-and-seek, and she's in this really, uh, secret area where, you know, she's hidden really good, and there's a ring at the door, uh, doorbell, uh, the ring at the door, and, uh, the, uh, father goes and answers it, and it's this cult, and, uh, they, uh, they break in and tie up the kid, the mother, and, and the, uh, father, She's still hidden. The babysitter's still hidden. And uh, she's watching all this. And uh, I'm not quite sure if they killed the mother or they just knock her out. But I know she's unconscious. Can't remember now. But um, she uh, uh, just watching everything that's going on. And, and the cult leader and the, the, her followers are looking for something what what it is is there they lived in a house that lived in the house that uh was owned by the leader of the cult that they're uh that they're in and they were looking for three uh masks that's supposed to open up the gates of hell i believe it is and so that's what they were there at the house for is to find these masks and uh the whole movie is just about the uh babysitter fighting these these cult leaders um it's uh kind of got got a little bit of um home alone because she set some traps up just like he did in the in the house it, but this movie is it's pretty good it's um there's a lot of action in fact there's more action than what there is horror in it um but uh um it's uh it's getting, like I said it's got a lot of action to it and a lot of really good um gore effects uh in it but there's not that many many gore effects in it but what there is of it is really good um but a lot of action and, and she she is a freaking uh fighter um uh, towards the end of it it uh it shows that there could be a sequel because it seems like she uh, she either goes and fights more cult leaders because they kidnap the same kid or she's doing it for another another family but um, I won't tell you you know exactly how this ends but it ends like it could possibly have a uh, part two to it so so yeah I give this an a 10 out of 10 also the, the acting is really good the, uh, it's very suspenseful a lot of action especially towards the end of it and uh, so yeah I give this a 10 out of 10 you can watch it on Prime as also and uh, you can see it on Vudu uh, it's on Google Play Movies and TV uh, you can read it on YouTube it's on uh, YouTube TV and it's also on uh, Tubi now the next movie I want to talk about is a freaking hilarious um horror comedy that I got the DVD for Father's Day and I freaking love it and I'll talk about that right after this short break now like I said the last movie that I have uh, I don't want to talk to you about is a movie that I got for Father's Day and I got it on DVD and it's called Cyst. Come out in 2020. It's not rated. 
It's, it's a pretty short. It's only about an hour and 13 minutes long. Now, this movie is about, in the, the 1960s, a nurse's last day is ruined when a doctor inadvertently creates a cyst monster that terrorizes the office. Uh, this movie is directed by Tyler Russell, and it stars um, Ira Haberman. She plays the nurse Patricia. Uh, George Hardy, he plays Dr. Guy. Uh, you all will probably remember him in the movie Troll 2. Um, so he's a, he's a veteran actor, you know, but he did a really good job in this movie. Uh, this movie also saws, uh, uh, stars Greg Acestero. He plays Bill. Uh, he was actually in uh, one of the Puppet Master movies, uh, Retro Puppet Master, I think is the name of it. Now, this movie, um, it's <laughs> it's about it, it, this. It's a doctor's office. It's back in the early 1960s, and this doctor uh, invents a machine that supposedly gets rid of uh, cysts and different bodily um, mole, you know, large mole cysts, um, just any kind of growth that's on uh, uh, people's uh, bodies. And um, there is a, he will, he gets a lot of patience and they, I mean, pretty much the only thing he does is he pushes on the cyst and squirts out a lot of pus. And, uh, it's pretty disgusting because, I mean, there's this really gorgeous girl comes in and, uh, she has this huge thing on her shoulder and, uh, he, uh, pushes on it and he, he squeezes a little bit and this huge stream of, of white liquid just shoots all over Patricia the nurse drenches her and uh, so he's talking about to her that uh, she can get this removed uh, painlessly quickly and uh, with, not, with very little scarring and um it's a machine called the Get Gone. And he had tried it at one time before, and it almost killed the nurse. She had a scar on her arm from it. And um, he supposedly had um, fixed it up, and uh, uh, he won uh, a patent for it. Well, the nurse went to the uh, receptionist and was talking to her about how he's, um, you know, acting all crazy and everything she said that the patent uh, people were coming to um, check out the machine again and she said that uh, no they wasn't you know, she didn't believe they were because of all the trouble they had the last time and she had convinced her that they were and um, so she went back into the the uh, room and, the, and he was telling the girl uh, how it, it would, he would like to use this machine on her and she said she was feeling really uncomfortable about it and the nurse snapped at him and said she doesn't want to and uh, so he squeezes the thing some more and you know shoots it all out and then it's gone it disappears and uh, so anyway he uh, he did get the, uh, the patent people to come back 
and uh, he had an intern that was going to help him uh, demonstrate the machine, but all he had was a little small little cyst on the little small thing on the on the center of his back, and uh, so the patent people come in and they they looked at the cyst and said this this thing is too small. You know, it, you know, they're not going to sit here and watch something like uh, that and work on something that small and everything. So he finally tells the, Patricia, the nurse, to take them over next door to the diner and have, get get them a breakfast. And while they're gone, he uh, in, injects this, uh, I guess it's a hormone or something that... Uh, causes the cyst to grow on the guy's back and then when they come back it's I mean it's huge it's got lumps all over it and everything and um the doctor is pretty much he, he's turned into a mad scientist more or less and uh there's a patient in the waiting room that's caught he was he was like hours early for his appointment he had this huge bowling ball like knot on the back of his neck and um he kept coming up to the reception and uh, receptionist and saying, is, "Is he next?" and everything. And um, he started getting irate about it and all this stuff. Well, all this was going on. Uh, the uh, the patent uh, um, people um, were sitting in this chair, and they the doctor stuck this ray gun towards the cyst and started cutting on it, and it was oozing out pus and everything, and uh, then he gets so crazy about it that he turns it up and jams the gun into the inside the cyst and uh, a ball of flesh shoots out of the thing and uh, does something to one of the patent people. I'm not going to tell you what, but it is freaking awesome. Um, and uh, then attaches, it, it lands on the floor, pops an eye, there's an eye pops out of it, sprouts some legs like a spider and then jumps on the woman's patent office uh, the patent worker and attaches to her shoulder and um, pretty much she's the one that turns into the cis monster because the thing she they get it off of her and it attacks her again and attaches to her head and it turns into the cis monster and that's the whole movie is them trying to fight this this monster it, it's a uh, it's paying tribute to these old um horror movies where people would wear these rubber suits um back in the 60s and uh, it was a cretin for these old black and white creature feature movies um and that's pretty much what they're they're paying tribute to that um but the movie is freaking funny it's not, it's kind of gross I mean, the poor nurse, she, uh, she gets just drenched with, um, with pus juice and all kinds of crap, uh, but it's, uh, and there, one, one part is the, uh, that the guy that I told you that's in the lobby, he, um, is pretty, getting pretty irate about, you know, he can't be seen, and the doctor, for some odd reason, uh, sets uh, on a, a lockdown button and uh, the whole place um, iron plates start um, um, 
slamming down on the windows and the, all the doors locked and there's red lights flashing. And uh, the guy who was in the reception office, and this is important for the end of the movie, uh, as he's, he's, he finally gives up, he starts to leave. And as he's leaving, he walks out the door. There's this iron gate slams down in front in, in the door and slices his cyst off his neck. The cyst slides down the, the the door and lands on the floor. That's important for the end of the movie, but I'm not going to tell you why. Um, it's a it's a funny, freaking, entertaining movie. Um, the acting is freaking amazing. The special effects are good. It it, it looks like more, uh, pretty much like a '60s movie, except it's not black and white; it's in color. Um, but yeah, this this movie is funny. Uh, the cis monster is—you can tell it's a rubber suit. Um, but you know they intended for that to happen. Um, but this movie is great. It's funny. I'm glad I got it for um, for my for Father's Day. Kind of only thing that kind of wish it about it was that it was a little longer. You know, because it's only a little over an hour long, hour and thirteen minutes. Um, but make sure that you stay for the end credits because it's something really special after the credits. And they also have a blooper reel. Freaking, freaking funny. The, the blooper reel is hilarious. Uh, but yeah, check this movie out. I give it a 10 out of 10 also. Uh, you can see it on Prime. It's on Vudu. It's on Google Play Movies and TV. And you can rent it on YouTube. Um, unfortunately, it's not on Tubi for some reason, or at least not yet. It's not. It probably will be eventually. But like I said, I got it on DVD. Uh, if you if you can, you need to go buy the DVD because it is freaking hilarious. Um, but yeah, it pays tribute to the old '60s creature feature movies, and it's. Um, I mean, I recommend it wholeheartedly. If you're a horror fan and you like. Uh, creature features, you know, monsters of some kind, uh, you'll like this, because it's really, and it's got a lot of action in it, too, and pretty gory in in some parts, uh, but yeah, that's the movies for, uh, for this week, um, just to recap, the first one is Emily, about a, uh, babysitter, if you want to call her that, who, um, goes in, uh, uh, terrorizes this family and the kids got some pretty um, controversial scenes in it uh, but I did like the movie the acting is good it's suspenseful right, uh, the very last part of it I guess the last 30-45 minutes of it has got a lot of action in it um, but yeah I give it a 10 out of 10 uh, then there's a Babysitter Must Die Another uh, babysitter movie, uh, but she is uh, the hero in this movie. She uh, uh, helps this family by uh, fighting occult, occultists, uh, invading the home, trying to find some mass uh, that is um, hidden in the house, uh, and she fights these the cult leader and her followers 
and it's got a lot of freaking action. She's almost like a superhero. So yeah, I give this one a 10 out of 10 also. And um, then the last one is Cyst. A freaking funny horror comedy creature feature about a monster cyst. A cyst monster. Um, and uh, acting is really good in it too. Uh, so I give it a 10 out of 10. Out of these three, man, I love all three of them. But uh, if you want to have just a good time and have a movie that you can just enjoy and it's funny, then you watch Sis. I think Sis is good. But between the two um, serious ones, I believe I'm, I believe I really kind of got more into Emily than than uh, Babysitter Must Die. But all three of them are amazing. Um, so yeah, check these movies out. You got to check these movies out. Um, I uh, like I said, I'm glad that I got the DVD assist. So yeah, that's the movies for this week. I got some really great ones for next week. And uh, I, uh, as always, if you uh, want to send me an email, uh, my email address is into the darkness podcast 1961 at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to uh, send me a voice message, you can uh, send me one through the email. And I, if it's not too long, I'll put it on the uh, the podcast. Um, you can also send a voice message through uh, the uh, Anchor app. Uh, so, so, yeah, I hope everybody gets to see these movies. And uh, everybody stay uh, cool this weekend. I hope everybody had a good fourth. Um, we did not barbecue. Uh, we did not go see fireworks, but we did have Chinese food. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, until next time, keep it scary.